Hello, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy and small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. And if you'd like even more marketing goodness to head your way, come and join my community on Instagram at how to do marketing academy i'm now live every week on a friday morning at 9am to answer all of your questions and share out any learnings that i have had that week we also publish a truckload of marketing tips and tricks out via this channel and you can also head over to howtodomarketing.com.au and sign up for our weekly newsletter This is filled with five short tips, quotes, or anecdotes to help inspire, motivate, and guide your small business marketing efforts. Welcome back to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. I hope you are well. Um, I am recording this right at the end of May. Um, In about three or four weeks, I am about to head off overseas with my family for the first time in two and a half years. Now, I, well, two years, yeah, two and a half or whatever it is. Um, I know that we're seeing this a lot lately. Like I I know that Instagram and Facebook um, is kind of littered with photos and videos of people talking about and, and remarking on um, the incredible novelty of getting out the passport and heading overseas, which is amazing. Um, so, so we're joining that trend. What, um, what, <laughs> what is probably the, uh, what would you call it? Like I started planning this, this trip two years ago, um, or we started planning it. It's, it's, it's a family holiday we had literally finished booking. It's 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 to Europe. The trip in 2020 it was actually for five weeks, um, and it included I think one or two more countries than than this trip does. The trip we're about to go on is for four weeks, and we've simplified it. We're going to Morocco and Spain and France, um, and just the the. Um, like the difference between planning an overseas trip two years ago before COVID versus planning an overseas trip now, like all the different considerations and all the things that you kind of have to worry about that you never, never used to have have to worry about, all the things that, that could possibly go wrong. And I said to my husband, we're actually going to have to approach this with a completely different mindset. I think before COVID, 
you know, you could book an overseas holiday and 90%, 95% of the time you could assume that everything would go to plan. Flights would be on time, you know, immigration, all of that sort of stuff um, would be relatively straightforward, um, travel between borders, difference, you know, between the different countries, like sure you have visas for some, sure you need some um, vaccinations for some, all of that sort of stuff, but um, and some you don't. But now it just seems like so much more fraught with um, potential, you know, flight delays or potential, um, I guess, issues that will pop up in terms of does this country need PCR? Does this country, you know, and what does that country need um, in terms of does it need the, the negative test? Does, oh, everyone's probably going to need the international VAC certificate. Um, then countries are kind of dropping that PCR test, you know, particularly in Europe where they're going into that summer. So, like, keeping abreast of everything is is so much more difficult as well. But I said to Kev, it's just going to be, like, we have to approach this holiday with the mindset that this is an adventure and the best ma- the best laid plans, we may have the best laid plans, but they might, we're not, it might not go to plan. Um, and rather than that be a disaster at the time, you know, if we're, in the mind frame of, um, you know what, that didn't work, but what can work? Okay, what can we change? What can we What can we kind of alter um, here if we can't get there or if we can't do this? That's okay. Let's let's do this instead. I mean, for God's sake, we're, we're going to be in Europe. I'm sure if um, one one you know lot of accommodation falls through or if a flight fails or something, we can always find something to, to do. So. It really will be quite a different mindset travelling. Anyway, that's a different story. I am super, super, super excited to take this break. It is coming possibly at the worst time. Like going on holiday in the middle of the year, like everything has just ramped up. It has been, you know, from about September till about February, business was really slow as I think, you know, a lot of small businesses um, their sentiment was was quite negative. In, it was very much tied to consumer sentiment, I think. You know, there was a lot of unsurety, uncertainty. Um, I think there's a lot of fatigue. Um, and it wasn't really until about March that I think we all started to regain our confidence and, you know, as restrictions eased and tourists were allowed back in the country and business started to regain um, to a, a more kind of back to normal status that we could kind of feel a little bit more confident to to get back to business as usual. So of course things have just ramped up, um, and um, yeah, and and I'm taking four weeks off. <laughs> um, but as I said, and my husband's the same. I mean, he 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 works for a, an, an energy company, but he's working on this massive bid. Um, and like it's it is it's the worst time but as i said to him if if you can't find four weeks in your life to enjoy it and to travel and to explore and experience adventure and spend time with your family then you're doing life all wrong you know i think we put unrealistic expectations upon ourselves um, we feel like we have to be and that we're essential to, you know, in, in everybody else's life and, and that we have to be here and that there's no way that the world can do without us for four weeks. Guess what? They can. Um, and they just have to, you know. And I think if, if kind of COVID 
has taught us anything, it's, well, certainly for, for, for myself and my family, it's what's important in life. And if you can't make um, time for what's important in life, then then what's life really all about? You know, why do we work hard? Why, why do we, you know, devote such passion and commitment into our craft and into our job um, and into our life and raising our kids and, you know, getting them through school and, and their commitment to getting themselves through school? We do that. Um, and then we deserve a little bit of a break. Um, creatively, I find that when I go on holiday and when I can completely separate myself from business and life um, and get into a new environment, like my brain just taps back into the universe. Um, it taps back into being able to kind of really connect with my heart and my soul um, which allows me to, I guess, be a lot more creative, a lot more innovative in my thinking. A lot, it brings a lot more clarity to my thinking as opposed to being clouded by the day to day busyness um, and obligations and commitments of of life. So, I think um, it's a really, really important thing to do. It, it can always cause a bit of stress um, in the lead up. Um, but what I'm doing as to, to kind of alleviate that is, is exercising choice. And choice is a very, very important um, thing that we all have. We all have access to. We all choose. Um, we all have agency to decide how we, you know, live our lives. So one of the things that I'm choosing to do is to relax my content schedule. Um this is something that we spoke about in the academy this week when, um, because a lot of my academy members are on the brink of, of implementing their, the regular drumbeat of their marketing. So what that means is that, you know, for some of them, they're about to start a weekly newsletter. Um, for some of them, they're about to start um, and commit to a social media schedule that that they haven't started or committed to in the past. They've, sorry, just took a drink of water. Um, they've kind of sporadically shown up on social media here or there, but now they've got the systems in place. They've got the assets in place. You know, they're getting the websites done and the and the photography and the video. Um, they know, you know, we've brainstormed what they need to say. We've put the systems in place. Um, so now it's crunch time. You know, now they actually have to do the doing. Sorry, another drink of water. Um, so now they're actually coming to, to um, it's the come to Jesus moment, I suppose. Um, and there's a bit of fear, which I completely understand because, particularly for social media, it's a beast, particularly for Instagram. It really is a beast. You know, if you're trying to leverage that, um, the organic element of, of social media, that, that persistence and consistency um, and showing up with all the things, you know, the, the, the recommendation by Instagram is that you have a story going every single day. Um, that, you know, you're posting to the news feed as often as possible, that you're getting a reel out there. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that they would recommend that that be, that be daily. I, I certainly um, 
I certainly don't recommend um, to a lot of my small business owners to put, to put the pressure on to, to get that reel out daily unless they love doing it and they've, you know, they've, they've catered for it. But for a lot of small business owners, marketing is not the only thing that you're doing, right? Like you're running a business. Like if you're, you know, if you're a professional in terms of you, you offer financial planning or accounting or legal or marketing or, or whatever um, that you offer and you're actually still, you know, delivering that service, well, you've got to deliver that. Plus you might be managing your people, plus you're managing all the financial aspects of your business. Um, plus all the administration. And and even if you've got people doing that for you, you're still overseeing that and managing that as the small business. So marketing is just yet another thing that that you've got to do. And again, if you've got someone who can do that for you within your business, fantastic. You know, you can put those frameworks in place and allow them to, to keep going with that. But if it's just you in your business, like a lot of um, my academy members and a lot of my um, the the people who do my pr- courses are they're at the stage where they're scaling their business and it's just them in the business so they're the ones that are doing their marketing so the very 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 first thing I say to them is don't create a content schedule that will allow you to self sabotage you know be realistic about what you can produce on a weekly, monthly, daily, whatever whatever schedule is going to suit you. But don't sign up to do all the things and, and, you know, commit to seven days a week of Instagram. If you've got a business to run, you know, do what you can with what you have. And this is where you can kind of start learning a few of the hacks, like being able to boost some content so that it stays in people's, you know, it gets out to more people, Um because you're paying for it to get to get out there, um, it just makes it makes sense um, to to use some of that functionality to be able to extend the life of your content. I, I'm a much bigger fan of people creating quality content. You know, even if it's one piece of quality content per week, and boosting that for five days, or running it through the ad platform if if that's where you're up to, and you can you can work that. Um, Boosting is just a lot easier for, for you to do. And, and, and if you've created your audiences um, and you have a good understanding of, of kind of what, what um, and, and you'll only get a good understanding of, of how much money will get you, what kind of results if you actually actually have to start doing it. Um, but, yeah, you know, just things like that to make your life easier, that's okay, you know, because the biggest risk for a lot of people is starting really enthusiastically, you know, learning all the things um, about how to create a a really solid content schedule, starting really enthusiastically and then dropping off because that schedule, that content schedule is too much. So for me, you know, I've got the fortnightly podcast um, now but before there was one stage where I was producing two podcast episodes a week. Um, that was super, super ambitious of me and it nearly killed me. So if you've gone in too ambitious with your content schedule, don't be afraid to knock it back. Like I will always say to my academy members and, and, and anyone that joins my, my um, masterclasses is, is actually start slow. Like don't go in with, with you know, high, high ambitions. Like 
we've got one Academy member who is going to just start with a quarterly email because that's what she feels comfortable with. Now, my recommendation is that she at least gets that to to, um, one email every couple of months, but start with quarterly. You know, just get the first one shipped um, and start, you know, with a realistic schedule that's not going to overwhelm you. Um, because I think when when you're looking down the barrel of an overwhelming content schedule, you don't you just won't start, or you might start, but you won't finish. You won't continue it um, because that's that's life. And and I know as having worked in marketing for for many 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 years, too many to actually name the number. Um, I know that marketing becomes one of the optional optional activities in a week when push comes to shove when shit gets really busy um oh just you know I'll leave off the marketing this week but the people who get results are the ones who show up now that doesn't mean you have to show up every single day it just means that you have to show up show up with a content schedule that suits you And that way you enable and empower yourself to just show up. So if that is posting to your social media channel, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, if you can devote the time to creating one quality piece of content, and if it's not a reel, if if it's like just a post, um, you can boost that. Or perhaps you go, I'm just going to do one reel a week and post that at a time when my community is online. And that's that's your one piece of quality content that that aims to to, um, achieve your marketing goals. So choose something that's, that's easy and kind to yourself in the beginning. Get into the rhythm of that. And then once you've kind of got that commitment and that consistent Um, rhythm going, then you can make a decision about, okay, I can add a little bit more or, you know, do is this something I need help with? Is this something I need to outsource? Do I need to get some help for five hours a week or whatever from someone who can actually do this for me? Because actually my time as a business owner is better spent doing, you know, higher performing activities. So, but you're not going to know this unless you start and unless you actually get yourself into that rhythm to understand how much time is that taking me? You know, is my time best spent here? What kind of results am I getting from this? What kind of content is the best content to get out there? Because let's just focus on that. Let's not bother about all the shitty little pieces that are just filling the boxes. You know, and the worst thing I think that you can do as a small business is feel compelled to, you know, produce content every single day um, and just put shit up there because you're just like, shit, I just need to get something posted. (laughs) You know, I just need to get something published. Like, just don't even bother with that because people people respond to that. People can see that it's just bullshit. Do you know what I mean? So, so you're much better to put your love, your passion, your time, your creativity into, into a quality piece of content um, rather than try and keep up with an unrealistic schedule and just, you know, get stuff out there for the sake of getting stuff out there. Um, I send the a weekly email now called the Friday Five and it has five pieces of content 
Um, there's a lot of repurposing of, of contents. I've tried to make this email um, as time efficient as possible for me. So I share a quote, I share a tip, I share a blog that I've written, I share, a, um, did I say a podcast? A podcast and I share a book recommendation. Um, so I've already got a ton of blogs and then occasionally I'll write a new one. Um, I've got a ton of podcasts that, that I can share and then sometimes I'll share other people's. Um, books, you know, I'm, I'm just a, a, a pretty avid reader and so I've read a lot of books um, and I read a lot of books so I can kind of kind of, kind of keep up with that just. Um, but that's like that probably takes me about two and a half hours per week to put that email together and, and honestly it, it is something that just scrapes in in terms of, of my time frame. But why I prioritise it is because I can see, because I'm measuring the results of it, I can see that it's actually being really well received. So I've got key metrics in place for that email um, and I'm measuring those each week and um, I can see that that's actually helping me achieve my marketing goals. So I'm going to persist with that. Um, And the other thing that that I want and and that I raised with the Academy um, this week as well is that you know, if it is just you doing your marketing, like at at the moment, I'm doing all of my own marketing and my own content um, and I'm going overseas. But instead of flogging myself to get like two months worth of content out um, to kind of cover the lead up, the holiday, and then the, you know, getting back to, to life, I'm just going to take a break. And so I will let um this is my this is my um notification to listeners. I won't be publishing a podcast now until September. So September, um we get back late July. I'll give myself August to get back on my feet within the business and get a few episodes under my belt. Um, and then I'll start republishing those in September. And I think um you know, it's really important to be able to give yourself permission to be able to do that. People will survive, people will live. Um, and I, again, I think the benefits of having a break um, and having that pattern disruption to actually, you know, tap into that part of your brain that just needs to, to have less going on in it for you to actually be able to think is really important. Um but what I would recommend is, is doing exactly what I'm doing now and just letting your, your listeners, um, your email recipients, your social communities know. Um, people people would be thrilled, you know, great, good for you, go and have a holiday. Um, and in reality, people are so busy, they probably won't even notice that you're not there <laughs> for, for that time because we've got so much that's dropping into our inbox. We've got a billion podcasts to choose from. Um, and, you know, our social media um, feeds are, are chock-a-block full of, of content. So it's okay to take a break. You can give yourself permission to, to take a break. You can give yourself permission to um, slow that content rhythm down. So if you have been, like I'm always... Um, uh, I'm always inclined to be really overambitious with what I can produce. But if you've been overambitious, you can say, do you know what? That's too much. I can't handle that. And if I 
rather than just go, right, that's it, not doing that anymore, I'm never emailing again because I just can't do it or I'm never going to podcast again because I just can't fit it in, rather than throw the bath out with the, um, the baby out with the bath water, just slow it down. It's okay, you know. So if you've gone out with once a week for your email, that's cool. Just knock it back to once a month but just let people know. You know, I'm and you can be honest about it or you can you can just let people know this is now a monthly email. Um and people are okay with that. People are people will be absolutely fine with that. So it's much better to really kind of think about your ability to be able to show up with this this content. How can you show up with considered content? How can you create the time in your week to rather than just pump out an email, go, what is the purpose of this email? What do I want to achieve with this email? Why? What's email marketing? In my marketing ecosystem, what is email marketing achieving for me? Is it sales? Is it thought leadership positioning? Is it, um, you know, just keeping front of mind, deepening relationships? What am I doing with this email? And let me keep that front of mind while while I create that. And let me make this the best email that I can because I care. You know, I care about my brand. I care about the people that read it and I want to do my best work. So if you want to go in with that and create the time to take that approach, then make it, you know, realistic for you to be able to do that because as soon as we make make it busy for ourselves, we don't show up with that care. We don't show up with that passion and we don't show up with that that love and that dedication to producing our best work. And at the end of the day, you know, I know so many small business owners who, are, you know, I'm yet to eat meet a small business, I'm not going to eat a small business owner, but I'm yet to meet a small business owner who is not um you know, dripping with passion and love and dedication to their business. Um, and the best way to demonstrate that and, and really kind of move your customers is, is to show this through, through your marketing. And when we haven't left enough time, when we're doing it for the sake of doing it, then we're not showing up in that way. So, um, yeah, this, this episode is really about... Um, letting you know that it's okay not to to look around and go, well, shit, everybody else is doing like dailies and stories and this and that and um, weekly emails. I need to be doing that. No, you don't. You need to be doing what will work for you and you need to be doing your best work because I know that that's what you want to do. So it's far more important to show up with your best work than it is to worry about keeping up with the rat race um, in terms of, you know, unrealistic content schedules. So on that note, this will be my last episode um, until September. Um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at dragonfly underscore marketing or at how to do marketing academy um, or even at Jane Hillsden. I will be posting lots of photos if you feel like living vicariously um, through me. I know I always love to live vicariously through people who are on holidays. Um, 
so yeah so so follow me there um i am not going to feel compelled to keep up with some ridiculous schedule i'm going to just be posting whenever i damn feel like it (laughs) and uh but certainly in the lead up to it and obviously when i'll be back i will keep um posting lots of marketing tips and tricks as always So hop on and and follow me there or you might like to subscribe to the Friday Five, um, my weekly email that has five pieces of marketing goodness, as I said, that that, um, will help to inspire or educate you with um, marketing tips and motivation. Um, And you can sign up to that if you go to at How To Do Marketing Academy on Instagram and just click on the link in the bio there. You can sign up to that email there. Um, I will, again, there there won't be um, any, the Friday Five email will not be going out while I am away, Um, but that's only for four weeks. I won't be taking such a long break from that. Um, but um, I will be posting that in, uh, publishing that in in June um, as well as August as well. So you can keep in touch with me there. Um, look, I am always love to to hear from my listeners, and so if anybody does have any questions or comments or suggestions about any of that. Um, you can always drop me an email at jane at dragonflymarketing.com.au. Um, And on that note, I'll sign off and I look forward to getting back into your ears in September. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. I really do enjoy bringing you these episodes and hope that you get a lot from them. If you would like to receive even more marketing musings from myself and my team, be sure to head to howtodomarketing.com.au and subscribe to our email. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and grab a screenshot and share it with someone else who you think might enjoy it. Or similarly as excellent would be if you could leave me a rating and review on your potty platform. That helps other small business owners just like you to find the show. Plus, it will put a huge smile on my dial. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 